of the extended intro. That was good. This morning, yeah. We got a got little it, extended got it going intro. First time. Awesome. Well, welcome uh, to the 2x2 two two podcast. I'm Danny. I'm Harold. And our sponsor is CrossFit Northern Kentucky. Uh, we want to thank those guys um, for continuing to sponsor our, tele- or our television show, our uh, podcast. <laughs> Brought to you by Burlington Baptist <laughs> That's right. uh, TV. Oh, I lost it. Media. I was doing so well. Burlington Baptist Media. Bur- BBC Media and yeah. the sweet, uh, sweet editing skills of Jessica Keefe. Yes. Yep. Shout Who's out got to a Jessica. birthday coming up. Yes. Uh, we found out. So, um we're pretty excited about that. We've got a lot going on. Uh, Harold's preaching a uh, a revival. Uh, we had Brother Jim preach this week. Um, Studio 3 is back on the air. Yeah. We've picked that back up. So a lot of things going on. Uh, you want to pray us in, and we'll get to all of that. Lord, you're good, and uh, we love to talk about you. Thank you for creating us. Thank you for Jesus who loved us and died for us. Thank you for your word that we have that tells us about you and uh, Thank you for your spirit that inhabits us and opens our eyes and teaches us. And uh, we thank you for those who listen. And uh, we pray that uh, this might be profitable. Uh, we thank you for your spirit. And just bless us these few minutes today. And we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 So first thing I want to ask you is when you went back to an older country church after being at our church, did it did it feel okay? I mean, was it? Yeah, you know, uh, <laughs> revival, you know, what I, what I love to do is teach your people week after week, and uh, there's something special about that. Uh, but revivals, you know, the first, I think the first service is the hardest. Sure. Because you, you don't know kind of who's going to be there, who to expect. But uh, what's amazing is we have this uh, bond of Christ, and yep. you so quickly uh, get to know people, not not deep, but just uh, just some good believers out there. And uh, this is a good church, Bethel Baptist. Uh, Stephen Brogel used to be my youth pastor, and uh, he loves the word. He's a good preacher, loves the church, and so it's a pretty healthy church. And uh, so it was good. Uh, you know, they they sing hymns. And does he uh, watch this? Does he watch this podcast? I don't know. So he's not the greatest singer. We found out. Yeah, we we've heard him sing, and uh, he. <laughs> I don't know him. If, if <laughs> so, he, I'm picking on him. But he laughed uh, a little bit about it on. Uh, Sunday night because him and I were standing up front singing together (laughs) and it was, you know, it's awful. And, uh, it's like, you know, I'm not, I'm not much of a singer, but you ain't either. And both of us up here together, it's, it's maybe a joyful noise to the Lord, but I'm not sure about that. It made um, you appreciate Doug Walsh a little bit better when he gets up there and turns your mic on. Yeah. As soon as I get down on the, if you notice, if you watch the video, as soon as I get down off the the platform, I turn that thing off (laughs) just in case. That's a good, just in case. I've heard you sing. It ain't so bad. It's it's bad. we don't want, I mean we don't want it going off the over across the live feed you but never it's still invited not me to be on the praise team so uh, <laughs> you you have an ear for that but anyway it's been a good week and uh, Zach Rice is leading our worship and uh, it's awesome young man named C J he he uh, was saved in in uh, at Lancaster and he's the youth pastor now just exciting to see those guys awesome. yeah it's it's awesome and uh, it's just been a good week we we've uh, just uh, Stephen and I just kind of. The last few weeks talked about uh, a theme maybe is uh, turning our eyes back to Jesus. And uh, I I began to even think about working on some sermons for next year uh, in that regard, just because it's been so many distractions this year right. from election to virus to politics to just so many things. And, and all those things have kind of distracted us away from Jesus. And, uh, 
And so uh, just thinking through that, uh, I started uh, Sunday morning with Revelation 1 about John's vision of Jesus. And he's so glorious. And, and he's God. And he was man. He's holy. He's uh he sees his purity. He sees he's our high priest. Uh, he was dead because he died for our sins. He's right. alive. He's alive forevermore. Uh, and just reminding us, you know, Jesus is worthy of uh, of our attention. Uh, we need to turn back to him and quit spending so much time talking about everything else right. and uh, neglecting the most important thing, which is Jesus. And so uh, it's been good to me. Uh, last week, I, I just really ask the Lord is to do work in my life. And uh, God does that sometimes. And, yep. and uh, it hurts a little bit. There's yeah. a couple of times this week. Uh, I mean, just uh, the Lord just convicted me of some things in regard to the social media and just disciplines. And uh, he does it graciously. Uh, but yeah. but it's sharp. And uh, We know you were just talking about, you know, turning your eyes back towards Jesus and and – you say, well, that's easy. You know, I can just, I can, I can pause. And it, but, you know, the, the enemy attacks every angle now, yeah, right? I mean, yeah. social media is, I mean, you got Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, uh, whatever kind of, you know, things, LinkedIn, you yeah. know, that, of course, that's more of a business one and, and yeah. there's not as much shenanigans yeah. kind of going on in that one. But, but I mean, it's every second. You can't get away from COVID-19. I get, I get emails through Yahoo about COVID-19 updates. And I'm like, how do I turn that off? I don't want to, you know what I mean? Not yeah. that I'm not concerned sure. about what's going on with it, but it's like, all I have to do is turn on a radio station or a television for five seconds and I can get it, you know, I can get a pretty yeah. quick update. You know, the, the governors of all the surrounding states seem to be talking about every other day. Of course, ain't yeah. our governor, our governor's more focused on the bridge, which is probably a good idea, but you, you know, it's one of those things where you just can't get away from it. And you think, you know, maybe, Maybe it'd be good for all of us just kind of set aside a time yeah. and go, you know what, I'm going to, 30 minutes, I'm not going to turn a TV on. And, yeah. and you know, I, I we, we talked about this, and I have been running a little bit more, and I've been listening to books. It's kind of hard because i got to run with my phone. Now that I've yeah. got some layers on, I can use the pockets. But, yeah. you know, it's kind of neat because I'm just out there. It makes my run go faster, and it's just I'm sitting with God, and it's usually, sure. you know, one of Robert Gowdy's books and, you know, a few others that I've been listening to. But, yeah. you know, it's, it's just easy. I could take... 45 minutes if I run for 45 minutes I can just take that 45 minutes it's just yeah. me yeah and him and 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 listening to the words of the book and um of course it's an audio book I'm not really reading but yeah yeah you know it's just good to kind of do that because then I, at least for 45 minutes of sure. every couple of days I can get back away from all that yeah. stuff so so Philippians 4 8 tells us to think on things that are pure right. and lovely and a good report and, and that's Jesus I mean think on Jesus I mean uh we're depressed discouraged aggravated some people are angry Cold weather's coming in. Yeah. Think on Jesus, and he's worthy of that. And so we started with, uh, you know, John's vision of Jesus and who he is. Uh, Sunday night we talked about just, uh, you know, I was in First Corinthians 2, and, and Paul said, I didn't come with you with brilliance of speech or lofty language. I just, I just wanted to preach and know nothing except Jesus Christ and him crucified. And uh, I like that. I mean, that's a good reminder. You know, we we want to get fancy, and uh, it's okay, you know. And we want to we we want to figure things out. And yet, Paul got to a point where you know he he'd reasoned with those in at Mars Hill. He knew the theology, he knew the philosophy, but he said, well, "I come to Corinth. I I didn't. I just wanted to give you Jesus." And uh, I thought, man, that's what people need. Well, it's, and it's good. I mean, it's good all the way around, right? Because you know, you being being a preacher, you want to keep people involved in you, but you. Most importantly, you want to point them to Jesus. And yeah. when we sing or we play music up there, 
I want it to be great. And, you know, sometimes when between songs, I'm like, I'll go back and watch. I'm like, why did I say that? But ultimately, you just want your heart open and, yeah. and worshiping. And that's, you just want people to look through what you're doing and, and see Jesus. And that's the most important part. Yeah. Yeah. So did anybody gasp at this tiny, tiny church when you said you were going to be preaching out of Revelation? No, you know, they, uh, <laughs> you know, they like it, you know, and, yeah. uh, and I went back there last night to, to the church in Ephesus. Yep. And because, uh, is that what you preached out of? Last night. Yeah. And just because uh, I was going to preach on prayer last night. Uh, well, let's get, well, before we get there, yeah. let's talk about Revelation 1 and, and Paul's vision of Jesus. So, you yeah. know, our class is going through this book. Yeah. And the one thing that I saw in almost every commentary that I read, and, and, and once you kind of think about it, it makes perfect sense. So John knew earthly Jesus. Yes. John saw resurrected Jesus. Yes. The, the vision he sees of Jesus this time is far different oh, yeah. than anything that he saw, right? He's got a judge's yeah. robe on with the gold sash. He's got snow white hair. He's got yeah. bright eyes, all this other stuff. So so yeah. talk about that a little bit. Yeah. Well, good. So uh, all that. Did I cover it all? Yeah. Oh, that, no, no, that was good. So you're right about John. John John was the beloved disciple. Right. Been with Jesus, ate with him. Probably the youngest, but yeah. The heard his of. teaching, and then he saw Jesus crucified. Right. Right there with him. All that. Mm -hmm. He saw his resurrection. This is the last time he saw him was, you know, when he ascended back to heaven. Right. And now he is, this is around 96 AD. This is, you know, this is mm -hmm. a long time later. Right. And he's exiled. And he By turns. himself on an island. Yeah. Just sitting there. And he turns. He's in the spirit. So he's probably conscience. But if this is a Holy Spirit given vision and he sees Jesus and he, he's not bloody. He's not right. weak. I mean, he's, he's in his glory. And uh, just some things in there, uh, you know. I said I had fourteen points, right? Uh, and we, you know, I told him, "My shocker, like, it's not going to be. This is not going to take all night." But this is this. I'm uh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't think I've ever had fourteen points. But, <laughs> but uh, it, it's all in there. I mean, he was God. He became man. He, uh, but he he is in the midst of his churches. And John saw him. And I, and I just said, you know, we need to be reminded of that. That right. Jesus is in our midst. I mean, that he's in the midst of the seven golden lampstands and uh, and so uh, he's in the midst of his church when we get to chapter two he's walking amongst his church right. and so uh i believe even now he is in the midst of our, he knows what's going on in our churches he knew what was going on in those churches he writes letters to them and says hey uh you know i know this is going on and you're and so he knows what's going on in our lives uh you know he has these eyes like a a fire like a fiery flame and this is a reminder that he knows and the sword yeah. Of his word. Yeah. It's coming Sharp. out. Yeah. And I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's pretty cool. Yeah. And, and so we talked about just the power of, of, of this. I mean, the, the word revelation, not just revelation, but the word it's, it's, it's sharp enough to, to bring salvation to those who believe. Right. And but it's, it's sharp enough to, about to cut down some people who are condemn those yeah. who, who reject. Exactly. And so he's yeah. holy. He's our high priest. Uh, he's got this long robe on like the old Testament priest. Uh, he died. Uh, he's alive. He's he has the keys of of death and the grave. I mean, he's got stars. Yeah. In, in one hand, he's got. I mean, I mean yeah. very different. You know, and that's the way, we spent a lot of time on this actually when we first got in this book. I said, think about even 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 in John's gospel, right? Yeah. And he called he's the logos, the love yeah. of of Christ, and he and then the way he just kind of talks about how wonderful he was on earth. Not the description you get here, and yeah. this is even more. 
you know, unbelievable, right? Yeah. I mean, you know, just to hear he is and, and recognized him right away. Son of man yeah. immediately, you know, yeah. which is pretty, a pretty neat thing. Yeah. And, and when I saw him, I fell at his feet like a dead man. <laughs> Verse 17. And I thought, you know, John, like you said, John had seen Jesus. Yeah, before. they know each other. Yeah. Yeah. But very he falls well. down and I, and that's, and he just thinking about Job, you know, some people say, well, when I get to heaven, I got some questions. Well, maybe after you get up off the ground, <laughs> maybe those questions won't be that important to you my dad, you stand in the presence of say my dad watches this and i used to tell him all the time when i was young i was like you know when i get up there i got tons of questions because i got tons of questions about everything you know yeah. you know that because i'll call you at random times but yeah, it goes for for your sake i hope that when you get up there you just forget all of that stuff you forget yeah. all that stuff and just but you know it, it, greg hoskins who is you know i think about um what, when he told me about baptism one time and he said, you know, the rebirth and how you're going to kind of be reborn into heaven, into eternal life, that Jesus is going to be standing right there, yeah. right? As soon as you leave this, this plane and hit that one, and I just think, man, that's going to be magnificent. I hope I do forget everything. I hope I yeah. just in the glory yeah. of that. I just, I don't have another question yeah. for any, anybody or anything. But. So, I mean, I think our response is going to be like his when we stand before Jesus and just fall down and, uh, and, and then, uh, he laid his right hand on me. He said, don't fear, John. I mean, I just love that. Yeah. I mean, here's here's John, and he looks, and there's the resurrected Lord, and he falls on his face, and Jesus puts his arm around him and says, don't don't, don't fret, John. I mean, of course, you know, and you think about this, and like I said, we, I, I'm kind of giddy about this because we just kind of went through this yeah. in Sunday school in our Bible study, but I think about someone you know that well and again we didn't know jesus on earth we didn't get to yeah. see the miracles we get to hear about him and we get to read about him and all that stuff but this is a guy that watched all of these things happen knows this knows the jesus knew jesus the man yeah sees him again and is and as familiar as they are with each other just falls to his face yeah it's awesome yeah it's awesome. pretty pretty cool pretty cool picture of what's of what's happening in this thing yeah. and like i said i hope it's like that yeah when i get up there i hope yeah. you know Okay. And then, and then he says, uh, you know, I, I'm a, I was dead. I'm alive. I'm alive forevermore. And I hold the keys of death. I mean, I just remind him, Satan doesn't hold the keys to death. Nope. He don't control nope. when we die. Jesus holds those keys. I, we don't have to fear death. And I said, don't, don't, that don't mean we run towards it. Right. I mean, but we, even during COVID days, we, we don't have to, I mean, take precautions, but don't fear death because jesus ultimately he has the keys the keys is his authority and, and on so, that on that yeah. note if you are a non-believer and you have questions we would love to discuss yeah. them with you because we'd like for you to join us yeah when we leave this place so uh get a hold of us do whatever again yeah <laughs> so uh, just for the jews the keys represented authority right and so when jesus says the lazarus lazarus come forth he he's just saying i, I can do that because i got the keys right. i got the keys to the grave so i'm going to ask you about this because like I said, in all these, all these commentaries that I've been reading about this, and, and this is probably one you're not prepared to answer, but we'll see what happens. You, you know, I've been reading Robbie Gallaty's book and I've been looking through Revelation. The last book of the Bible, probably, they think probably the last one written, right? John's 96, he's on, or 90, somewhere, he's on an island. The, the reference to all of the Jewish traditions, things that they were familiar with, just in the first seven verses of this is crazy, right? Yeah. You think about the 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 New Testament, Old Testament, and people go, oh, focus on the New Testament. Well, you better focus on the Old Testament. There's a lot yeah. of stuff in here. And, and coming up, there's a ton of stuff, you yeah. know, about Old Testament and what this means and what the, the woman means and all this other stuff. But but I think it's, you know, John, 
it's a Jewish guy yeah. writing this thing. But the symbolism of what he sees in Jesus, the robe, yeah. the stars, the keys, the all this stuff, that's all old Jewish kind of traditional yeah. stuff that they were that they were familiar with. Yeah. And so I, I think Jesus was so glorious that John, you know, he's searching for words. words and, <laughs> yeah. And so um uh, I, I I think that's I think that's exactly right. Yep. And he uses the trumpet, the yeah. blast of the trumpet, the bowls, the whitey waters. Yep. You know, we we think about Niagara Falls and that sound that deep. Yep. I mean, when he talks, he's trying to even the the long robe and uh, you know I said that's not so you can have an answer to Bible trivia. What right. was Jesus wearing in heaven? Oh, he's got a long robe and a go. No, it it is more symbolic of right. you know in in the Old Testament the. The priest, the high priest, wore the long robes when they were going into the most holy to offer a sacrifice, and that's exactly what Jesus did. He right. he offered that one time perfect yep. sacrifice for our sins, and 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 he went into the ultimate holy place, which is the presence of his Father. Right. And uh, and so I think, yeah, I think it's it's symbolic, and especially language that we go back, you know, like I said, six times in the Old Testament, we find we find the long robe and right. and the sash. I mean, his sash is gold because he's royalty, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, it's just. White hair. I mean, he probably didn't have white hair, but this speaks of his wisdom right. and uh, his holiness. Clean. Yeah. White is clean, right? Yeah. And all that stuff. Pretty so, cool. Yeah, it's so rich. Right. And, uh, you know, you <laughs> we've, got, we've gone about 10, 10 verses into this thing. And we, we've <laughs> that's good. And I've had a good week, brother. I'm, good. I'm no, that's good. It's, yeah. So so we're going we're gonna to talk about Ephesus. And before, before you get to the church of Ephesus and the things that they had going on and the things, you, you spoke on that last night? Yes. Okay. So every one of the letters to the church has a specific pattern, right? I mean, he kind of follows the same pattern and everything. So talk to us about the church. What are they going through? Yeah. What's he saying to them? What's what's his promise? Well, so the church in Ephesus, it was a good church. They're mm-hmm. in they're in Ephesus, which is the temple of Diana, which is a sex goddess. And the way you worshiped her was temple prostitutes. And I mean, it's an evil place. Right. And yet there's a group of people that love Jesus there. And, and uh, I said it's Satan's backyard sure that's what it was it was so immoral and yet there's this group of people and so there would have been all kinds of persecution and it would have been hard to be a i mean we think it's dark around here Mm -hmm. you think about being in ephesus and of course paul you know he they they run him out you know he he was hurting their their prophets but uh but he begins by commending them like he does most of them but i know your your work your labor your endurance you're a hard-working church i mean they were you know that that in that regards, it was a good church. Right. Uh, in in Bethel and in, in Burlington, we we want to, and so I said, you know, if you looked at their bulletin, it'd be full of ministry opportunities. Right. All good things, mm-hmm. and and so he commends all those things, and you're enduring, and you don't tolerate evil, and there's a bunch of wax coming through here and telling you that they're from God, and and they're not, and you're testing those things, and and so, uh, you know, in that regards, you know, they had, uh, they was hardworking, they had sound doctrine, uh, they had spiritual discernment. And uh, I know you've persevered and endured hardship for my namesake, and you've not grown weary. Uh, we got to be careful of that, that you know. Mm-hmm. But but so all those things, and then we get to verse four. But I have this against you. You're like, well, this is a good church. This yeah. is a fantastic church. Now what? And uh, you've abandoned the love that you had at first. And uh, so we we and I did. I, I talked about. You know the excitement when you first get saved. Yep. And, uh, you know, walking down memory lane, just thinking about. I'm, I was Friday night for me, pastor's house, uh, late, 
and uh, just wrestling with that for months. And finally, I had a girlfriend said, "What in the world's wrong with you?" And I just said, "Man, I'm I'm lost." And I, and she's like, well, "Why don't you get saved?" And I'm like, "I, I don't." But the you know preacher just had left. There was stuff going on. At the, but but uh, we went to this <laughs> house, and uh, him and his wife they were having a hard time. But it's pretty smart words from her though. Why don't you yeah, just get saved, bud? I'm like, I know that. <laughs> But anyway, Friday night, and I was so excited, and I, I remember going home and telling mom, dad, and they were like, it was late, yeah. and they're like, well, I thought you was already sick, and I'm like, no, not, I'm now, yeah. and uh, man, I wanted to go tell people, and that, that first love, and uh, you know, uh, you look back over the years of some people when they get saved, they're so excited, and um, you, you know how the, I, I talked about honeymoon love, you know, when yeah. you first meet that person, and your heart. It's neat to see people. You know, and we've we've talked about this offline, you know, in staff meetings and things like that. It's neat to see, especially especially adults that get saved. And, and I mean, yeah. there's fire, dude. What can I do? Yeah. What can I learn? How do I, how do I, how do I get in this thing and go through this thing, which is really awesome. We should always have that. Yeah. But, you know, even in, and especially in ministry, a lot of times I think you can, you can kind of get burned out a little bit or yeah. you can kind of do the same thing over and over again and, and you need to kind of get refreshed and, yeah. and, and good. We need the Lord to show us that. I mean, because they were working. Right. And, you know, there's so many things that we put above the Lord. I mean, family, ministry, wife. I mean, all those things are important. And so we justify that. Right. And yet the Lord says, this, this is what I got against you, church, is you've, you've, Lost your love for me, yeah. and you're, they still loved him, but he wasn't first place, and uh, right. and that was that was good for me, just uh, myself. And then and then he gives us this: what what do you do about it? Well, verse five. Remember, remember where you came from. And uh, one lady at the church, she was telling me about. It. I was sitting right over there, and I still remember. And she 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 got so excited just remembering when she got saved, and she's probably. Well, maybe in her seventies or something. But it was she, good. she looked back Safe. and and yep. uh, but I was just it was exciting to hear her say, "Man, I just I remember that," and and we shouldn't walk down memory lane and yep. remember. I started just remembering when I got saved and how I felt, and you know, then I they asked me to teach a Sunday school class, and ah, oh, it scared me. And then the evangelism explosion, taking a team out and wanting to tell people, you know, and just we should remember those things, and then repent, and uh, you know. I don't often repent of not loving Jesus first. And you say, well, why do you got to repent of that? Well, because that's the greatest commandment. Right. The greatest thing that we can do is to love God of all of our heart, mind, soul, and strength. And when we're not doing that, then we should repent. Yeah. And, uh, Which is probably, I mean, wow, I can't speak for everybody, but sometimes I kid, you catch yourself often. You yeah, know? yeah. You get caught up with the things. You, I mean, just like we talked about it kind of at the beginning of this is you get caught up with these things in life. Yeah. And 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 they just build on each other. You know, I told you all the stuff we've got going on right now, you know, with, with Tina's building and everything else and, and all the other kind of minutiae that goes along with that. But but ultimately, he, he's standing next to us as we're going through it. And he's going to be there when we're done, yeah. you know, no matter how it turns out, you know, that kind of thing. Um, You, you know, it, you look at, and again, I'm, probably all over the place but you know you look at the beginning of all these letters to the churches and 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 we you know we always said man i want god to say that about our church yeah you know i want you to say hey I, you know i see what you're doing i see your works i see that you're you're surrounded by evil but you're holding strong but then he gets to well this i have against you it's like oh yeah you know? yeah well and you know that would be a good practice for churches to do is just yeah. maybe sit down and say what would the lord write to us and we could start with the good things. Yeah. I mean, and most churches have some good things. 
but but then if we could be honest about sure. the things that, sure. uh, and uh I, I think maybe revival may, maybe a, a key component in revival in our land is for the church to just rekindle that that first love for Jesus and uh it starts with individuals sure and, and uh so anyway it's been super for me and uh you know God's word just uh, amazes me how uh, it, even when you preach it, and it's uh, it's sharp when yep. you preach it sometimes, and uh, you know people think you're picking on them, and yet you're you thinking, man, I'm bleeding because man, this is cutting me so deep. Well, I, and I mean, you know, I think about you know the revivals, and I think about you know I haven't been really to a revival in a couple of years. You know, we just haven't yeah, really. Sure. We had uh, two night here when uh, Brother Jim brought uh, Sam Smith. Brother Sam Schmidt up and and kind of did a yeah. a two day. They called a spiritual awakening. It was more like he preached on revival, you yeah. know, and things yeah. like that. And uh, but you think about it, and uh, when you said I'm going to preach in Revelation on the revival, I was like, you're going to do you're going to do what? Yeah. You know, it was one of those things. But it you know looking into it, thinking about it, sitting back and kind of listening, it makes you know really makes perfect sense. Yeah. yeah, this is a this is a letter from Jesus straight to these churches. Yeah. This is what you like. This is what you're not doing right. the way you should. And I mean, it's really a perfect, yeah. you know, if you, kind of. You could do all seven of them. If, you, yep. if they give you seven nights, you could, yeah. You learn something from all of them. And if we're going to turn our eyes back to Jesus, I mean, the I mean, we got revelation that, right. I mean, it shows us some things. Right. And uh, and those are good. And uh, I got the the most, I, I don't know if it's probably prideful. This, But I was humbled. I got a text on the way home last night uh, for a lady who said, uh, our ten-year-old grandson. She's like, he hasn't stopped talking about the music and the the message since he got home. And she's like, it's so exciting to see a ten. And, and I just, that's the spirit of God. Because right. uh, that's not prideful. Remember, you got to take that now and you got to give yeah, that to somebody else. It man. humbled me though. I, I was like, <laughs> praise the Lord, because I, you know, the, that's the spirit does right. that. Uh, yeah. But I, I, you know, I that little boy, his name's Tucker. I remember when he was born, and uh, and I could just see a twinkle in his eye last night. Just, awesome. uh, and uh, man, that's like God. You have to do that because kids are so distracted. Yeah. And yet, for them to to be listening and and uh, he had on camouflage and he had a camouflage face mask and I was yeah. kidding, like I didn't see you back there. But, <laughs> uh, but praise the Lord. You and, know, uh, it, it's funny. You know, kind of the thing that you say. You know, and I'll give her a ton of credit, Courtney, who sings with me. Uh, we, and I think she talked about it a little bit last night when we recorded our Studio Three was. She uses little things to kind of turn her conversations. You know, I got, was, yeah. had the pleasure of baptizing Mason at yeah. our outdoor sure. event, which was uh, unbelievable. But, you know, he'll ask a question, and I think he saw maybe a homeless person. And she spun that around to be able to talk about, you know, these are the people that we're supposed to love as well as, you know, all these people that you know, which is but, – but, but you see a little kid kind of light up yeah. and go. You know, because for some reason – and, again, we, we talked about this last night. People generally aren't very gracious. Yeah. Which you gotta kind of teach them, and you kind of got to teach them to be, you know, thoughtful. Which is weird, but you know, you can take those situations like this, like this young guy. I mean, you're preaching one of the hardest things, yeah. you know, by book that's frightening for some people. And sure. this ten year old kid grabs yeah. hold of it and is just yeah. super excited about it, which is awesome. It's God. Yep, Amen. it is. Amen. So it's good, and uh, <clears throat> I look forward to being back Sunday and getting back in. In Job, two more sermons in Job. Yeah, let's talk about what what you're coming up with. Two more. Yeah, we got Elihu, thirty two yep. through thirty seven, and uh, those, those are tough because Elihu's a young guy and and uh, he he thinks he's got some things figured out and he does a little bit and uh, 
so that that'll be just I'm gonna talk about I think the purposes of suffering, some of the things that got and he picks up on some of those and so and then the the last sermon will be thirty eight through forty two. Nice. That's that's stuff. my that's my that's my wheelhouse right there. And, that's uh, why I'm excited about that. You know, you kinda wanna speed through Job to get there. Yeah. Uh, but well, and everything that you go through up until that point, you, if you know what's coming, you want to go well. But then he says this, and yeah. this is what's going to happen, and this, you know, so yeah. it's kind of yeah. the, you know, we've tried tried to not do that in our podcast to skip ahead to that part. But man, it's just it's good. That's yep. Yep. Full of stuff. So we've got all sorts of stuff going on at church. Yeah. Um, Brother Jim preached this week was awesome. Yeah. Talked about the forty, 40 day, day, you know, challenge. forty days of forty day challenge, which was which is really good. Um. Really, really, really good stuff in there. Um, it was his wife's birthday. Peggy, if you're watching, happy birthday. Yeah, happy birthday. Yeah. But, um, and you're coming back this week. We've got the kids are singing with us okay. this Sunday. Yeah. They're going to sing with us. Um, we've got Hanging of the Green coming up, Christmas time, Thanksgiving, Run Turkey Run. Yeah. Uh, what else we got? All sorts of stuff. Yeah, we got uh, Christmas season, and it's always fun. <laughs> it is. The church gets decorated and yeah. looks real, real pretty. Which it like does anyway. But, um, and so, then talk about small group. You've got a small group going. Yeah, we're doing tough answers to tough questions, and uh, doing some stuff on suffering and why we can believe the Bible. And uh, Brandon Clay's helping with that, and uh, exciting to do that. It's awesome. Got a room for you if you want to come. We're yep. down in the lower atrium. We've got four more weeks of Revelation, and then we're going to start in Daniel. So yeah. if anybody's anybody didn't want to catch Revelation halfway through and want to start, we got about in about four Sundays. We're going to be in the Book of Daniel. We're going to start in the Book of Daniel. I'm going to go all the way through it as well. So yeah, and there's all sorts of other classes that you guys can go to. It's not just our two. There's sure we'll find a place got, for uh, you. Wednesday night. I won't be here, but I taped a service on uh, loving your enemies and uh, that'll be on at 6 30 tomorrow night i won't be here so don't don't show up out here but uh <laughs> but join us online if you would and uh three by three is back on no studio three studio three that's right yeah. three by three we had we had five people last night jesse jesse played with us last night that was her yeah. first time we're gonna try to keep it going we're Are gonna, you try gonna to do that it. this coming week Thanksgiving week? Yeah. What were we recording on Monday? You know, we should have done a we should have done a live one on that Thanksgiving week. On a Friday night? No. I mean We can we? do a Friday night. Well, we might be able to do a live one. Either night. Monday night, Tuesday yeah. night. We could yeah, I'm sure we can we can work something out. We'd have to we, we should talk about that on offline. Yeah, that's all right. I mean now we're committed, so I'm gonna have to text them when we get done here. Yeah. So but anyway. uh, yeah, I mean that would be good. I think we <laughs> You'll find out we don't really script anything out. Yeah. So sometimes Jessica has to do some editing in the uh, yeah in the studio three. So uh, you know <laughs> we'll have to we'll have to be on top of our game. There is a there's plenty of families that aren't going to have a traditional Thanksgiving. I mean, our, our mom and dad kind of decided the same years. Yeah, the first time ever. Yeah, in, in our in, uh, family that we're not doing a big Thanksgiving celebration. So it's tough for a lot of people. So we we want to you know pray for each other and encourage one another and. Especially those who've always got together, and, right. uh, and that's just tough. And so, it's a uh, pandemic is taking a lot away from a lot of people, and that's just another thing that's really going to hurt a lot of people. So, pray for one another and yeah, reach my, out to those. So, grant my grandma, not to not to boohoo it, but I think she this will be the first Thanksgiving. You know, the last couple of years we've been able to go get her and kind of bring her to the Thanksgiving, and then she'll stay night with Aunt Sandy or Uncle Blaine and and, and go back, but. 
you know, not this year. Of course, Dad's going through his sure. treatments and stuff, and we didn't want a bunch of people around him, which makes, I mean, it makes sense, but doesn't make it any easier thinking, you know, my entire life is we, yeah. we've gotten together, the whole family's gotten together and ate and watch football usually, and all the men kind of lay around the couches. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good traditions. Yeah, it is. Run tur- like I said, run turkey run. We're we're they're getting close to full registration. Jeff said before we come up here, so that that's awesome. That's uh, and that's a fun time, man. That's yeah. a that's a good time. We forget anything else? I feel like there's something we forgot. We got most of it. Thank you for for watching us each week and uh, pray for us, brother. Yeah, I will ask first of all. Put some put some questions in the comments down there, and um, and we'll try to get to those. Nobody yeah. nobody asks us any questions. Yeah, do that, and and so this will be Tuesday night. I'd love for you to pray for revival tonight, yes. and then we got one more night tomorrow night, and just pray for for harvest. And uh, we'll thank you for your prayers. All right, let's pray. Lord, we just thank you so much for this opportunity to get together and just just talk about your word. Um, it's just it's so rewarding for me. Uh, hopefully, it's it's rewarding for somebody out there watching. Lord, just uh, we just thank you for it, and uh, thank you for all of the things that we can find in there. And, and Lord, and thank you for John's picture of Jesus. And um, and the sacrifice that he made for us that we just never forget it and uh, hope every day that we can just we can just fall in love with our first love again and we just um, we thank you for those words Lord be with us as we're going through times that are that are still uncertain and uh, we just want to do everything that we can safely and but still glorify you and still preach the gospel uh, to those that need it and we just thank you for your son Jesus and what he does for us in his name we pray Amen Amen.